Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. 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 This is Los Angeles. Where we going? Westward ho. It's been about what about a week and some change since I, since we've been back from our vacation. Uh, our, and our vacation included our eleventh year being married. So we celebrated a a family vacation and an anniversary, and it was dope. You know what I mean? I I like going on vacations, but this one was special because this was the longest vacation I've ever been on with the family besides um, COVID. (laughs) And this time we went to Hawaii and it was dope. Um, What can I say? There's no there's no complaints about Hawaii except for the food, which will get to in a moment but i want to start from the very beginning first of all i want to give a shout out to my wife she the one that set everything up because we know how the wives do you know how the girlfriends the wives your your, your day ones your old lady whatever you call them whatever level y'all on they take care of, they take care of it they keep they take care of what they need to take care of this is why i said on previous episodes that I don't mind just chilling and kicking it with the ladies because they get shit done. They they think of something and they execute. They have fun. And I like it. And, and this is the cold part about it is that men have fun, too, on vacations. We just don't set up the vacations as much as the women do. They are really killing us. It's almost a sweep. It's gentleman sweep. You know what I mean? But they get it done. They They... They lock in on some on some place to go. They have an idea and then they execute. They really don't care about. I, I'm not going to say they don't care about the vacation because I know the vacations are different. But when they ready to get up and get out and get going, they do that. They ex- their execution is phenomenal. So I have to give all the praise and love and respect and tick tip my hat and bow down to my wife because you know she picked out a destination to go to and we got there you know now I'm here to talk about it uh from the very beginning you know I it was built up anticipation uh it was something that you know we wanted to be a you it's something that we wanted to do like we wanted to travel in general right and we all wanted a family vacation we had family vacations in the past shorter days and nights and more local and when i mean local i mean compared to hawaii that was a a five hour plus you know flight you know we've been to big bear but that's local it's a phenomenal family vacation spot especially in the winter the fall and the winter, I should say, and you know, it's, it. We've never. I'm not. I'm not gonna say we. We haven't been. That's the furthest. I want to say Hawaii might have been the furthest. You know, 
I have taken the family to Tennessee. That was a family reunion, you know. So the family has been to a few places together. You know, I do have goals to travel more, but just with the wife. Like, I've just been on this power uh, couples trip type of idea and goals. You know, I, I don't mind adding other people, but it's more like I just want to be on my grown and sexy type of shit. Got to add the kids on some of the family vacations. I mean, not on some, all the family vacations. What I'm trying to say, I'm trying to separate the adult vacations from the family vacations. Hawaii is one of those destinations, one of those areas uh, where you could do both. And we did because we stayed on a resort in Waikiki Beach, Honolulu. And it was nice. But starting from the beginning, like I said, you know, traveling to LAX, we ran into a couple of couple of speed bumps. But shout out to my boy Dabo. That's one of my day one friends since middle school. He actually dropped us off because they, you know, LAX still under construction. And, you know, they changed some things around. A lot of rules have changed and things like that. So they was talking about charging 50 bucks a night for me to leave my car under their supervision now we've traveled before to the bay area Sacktown, i want to say uh last year and we left our car we left our jeep in orange county we took a flight out of orange county another city uh outside of uh, i mean besides lax closer to the house and they only charge us about half of that you know about 20 some dollars a night and again, you know, usually we spend about two or three days to where, you know, wherever we're going because we got to get right back to work and school. 50 bucks a night? Hell no. I wasn't about to do that. I would have came back to a 200 and $250 bill. <laughs> you know, hell no. Just to park my car overnight when the homies stay not too far away. You know what I mean? So we did that. Shout out to Dabo. He dropped us off. Uh, we got the clear pass. Everybody knows about the clear pass. You know what I'm saying? It's like the fast, it's like the fast track or the fast pass at the, uh, you know, sim- somewhat similar to um, the amusement parks where you get to just bypass everybody, get in front of the line, and, you know, shit like that. You pay an extra little fee. We pay 200, like, what, somewhere around 200 something dollars a year for it. Came right in time, too. Like, they, you know, they hit us up with a reminder like a couple of weeks before we was going to Hawaii and we definitely needed it we didn't need it coming back home we actually didn't even use it coming back home like the air the airport at Hawaii it wasn't really packed it wasn't really packed like that now LAX this is a zoo 24 7 you know what I mean so we get there and typical LA <laughs> we're in the same clear line with um <laughs> Steve Urkel Jaleel White just random now did we say anything to him no it was a couple of people that was in front of us and behind us that recognized him as well but we let him and that's 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 kind of like an unwritten rule in LA is that you know by us being born and raised out here we see a lot of celebrities all the time especially in situations like that the airport or hooping you know or in a Hollywood area or some of these middle class higher middle class areas and things like that you're going to see some celebrities from time to time I've met I've met or bumped into or seen or been in the same area place with celebrities that you wouldn't even imagine you know what I'm saying it, it just be like that so he was a couple of spots behind us 
to the point where we at one point we were side by side. If we would have met after the security check or if we would have met in the same area, then I would have had one of my kids go ask him for a picture. picture. But no, it is an unwritten rule that was like, yo, sometimes you just got to let a celebrity celebrity be a regular pedestrian sometimes. But it was just dope. You know, that was just just, just a random L.A. type shit. Uh, The plane ride was smooth. You know, it was five hours. Obviously, I took my. You know, I took a gummy, you know, the wife. I had bought a one of those little pints. I, I don't know. No, it's, it's smaller than a pint. Those little little small alcohol. I can't really think of the name right now. I'm really that's this oldness is really kicking my ass. Turn for you this year. Roll with me. Um, but I remember that week I took my daughter to Kumon and. On the same in the same area, there's a uh, Bevmo, and so I got the wife some wine from Bevmo, and also got some little shots. That's what they are like little shots of alcohol. And I remember getting the Tennessee, no, is it Jack Daniel's apple or something like that? I didn't even get to drink none. My my, my wife drank the whole <clears throat> the whole thing before the flight, and it actually got through security. So it was in my. My travel bag, my Nike travel bag, and I had my headphones. You know, I took a lot of stuff out of it that I didn't need. But I had, obviously, I had my chargers up in there. Um, I had that little shot. I had my gummies up in there. And that was it. And I was surprised that that went through. But it did. Because the cool part about it is I forgot I had it in there. You know, I forgot I had put that in my Nike travel bag. Because I was going to drink it before... We got to security before we even got to the clear. You know what I mean? But, you know, it happens. It, you know, I, I'm not sure how much it worked for my wife. Uh, it was a smooth plane ride, but it was uncomfortable. You know, it was cats in front of us. You know how they get. Uh, they want to lean back while I'm leaning up against it. You can't really get comfortable in certain airlines. Now, you know, some of them you probably can. And I haven't flown in all in, in, in you know, in a lot of them. But. You know, it it was as much better than Spirit, but it's not far off. You know, there's no diss to Hawaiian Airlines, but I was very young and five hours though. You know what I mean? I'm kind of uncomfortable, but you know, I made sure the family was on their p's and q's that week. I made sure everybody downloaded what they needed to download for the flight. That's what I did as well. Caught up on some um, some new stuff. I watched the Resident Evil series that recently came out and. You like I said, it was it was a smooth ride all, uh, all together. We got to Hawaii around I want to say nine p.m. their time, which is you know we are three hours ahead of, ahead of them. So and I'll get to that in a minute as well. But we got there, got to the hotel. Fresh was a little lost. We had to take a shuttle from the uh, obviously from the airport to the uh, to the resort. Which we did, and I'm just soaking it all in, soaking the scenery in, even though it's dark. You know, it's nighttime, it's 9 p.m., and I'm just looking around and just soaking it all in, like I'm in Hawaii. And I know Hawaii is one of the is a U.S. state, but it felt like we was in a whole totally different country. That's how it felt. Got to the resort, and you know, once we figured out where we had to go, I knew was we I knew we were in a, a certain type of area when I seen the first store that popped up. Was a Louis V store. <laughs> it's a Louis V store. Um, so that's you know, and then later I'll explain 
what that actually means for the area that we stayed in. Uh, it was a weird cat on the plane. He was rapping and barking and especially towards the end where we were getting off the plane. So, you know, plane etiquette is like basically you just a lot of people like to stand up and I get it because you've been sitting down for the most part four to five hours. So you want to stretch and stuff like that. Get Go to the overheads, get your luggage and stuff like that. But you got to let the people ahead of you just go. You go, then you go. You go, then you go. And this guy was I was sitting down head, you know, tilted forward. And like almost in my lap, <clears throat> I'm just good, just chilling, relaxing, waiting my turn. This cat is standing next to me. Uh, he may have been a native of the island, you know, and uh, he was rapping, talking to himself, barking. And then he was like, I'm not sure if he was actually talking on the phone with somebody or, act- or acting like he was talking to some phone to, to somebody on the phone to somebody. But he was just saying like he was just going off and saying nigga, right? Now again, I don't want to go through the whole politics of what other race can say, nigga, or whatever, because that's strictly an LA thing, or or another show to to break that down, right? But in my head, it felt like he was like he wanted to he wanted to grab my attention, and I'm like I'm not about to start my vacation off on some bullshit. I'm not. So I ignored it, you know what I mean? And then eventually we all, you know, got out, things like that. Again, like I said, we walked past the Louis store, went straight to our room, and we just chilled and rested. And we woke up, boom, now we're talking about Hawaii. We're talking about the the humidity is crazy. So like I said, we got there around nine something. You didn't have to wear long sleeves at all. Even in the evening time. So let me say this. When in LA, the temperature can go anywhere between 80. I would say late. I'm probably like somewhere around the late 70s to like triple digits. And low low triple digits, like one, one on one, one oh two, something like that. It'll range in the summertime somewhere between there you know the i think our record was back in like 2008 or 2009 where uh la was got up to 113 i've been to phoenix i've been to vegas i've been to tennessee yo triple digits (laughs) triple digits and i'm talking about oh in palm springs palm springs is the hottest i've ever been in vegas might be tied with phoenix but i haven't seen anything beat um, Palm Springs yet, which was 121. Now, I have seen higher, don't get me wrong, but 121 on my, um, what you call it, uh, honeymoon. It was 121 degrees in Palm Springs that day. But, like I said, the humidity was crazy because, like, when we got out, like, it's 9 o'clock, and then the rest of the nights that we were there... Uh, four nights, five days, technically. You know, it got to anywhere between nine and twelve. Like it got a bit windy. Now it was reported that it was like a hurricane or tornado, something. One of those two. One of the twisties. The island, the island itself, wasn't in danger, but there was another. There was a big island, which is called the Big Island, right? Where we're going to go to next. 
The Big Island, I want to say, mate, is probably an hour away from where we was at. But the Big Island actually did have some type of uh, hurricane complications. Uh, we got the wind as at, at certain parts of the days and, 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 and the nights. There was a video of some waves like crashing into apartment buildings on the big island. We were on Honolulu, Waikiki, the last island. I want to say it's the last island. And so we got a little bit of wind, but that was cool because we got a breeze. Because, you know, the highest that it got, I want to say somewhere around 88. But it was it said it was reported that it was going to be 84, 85 all week. But it did get up to 88 on one day and the sun peaked his head out here and there. Well, I wouldn't say that the sun was out a lot, but there were clouds from the storm that was passing by. And it was dope because it would be like nice and mellow one moment and then boom, it's like somebody just turned up the lights. When the sun and then that sun really that sun will really give you one of the one fire ass tan, you know what I mean? Cheat sheet. Oh, this is what I did. So I never really used to, especially as a kid and even as a younger adult, a young adult, I never sprayed the uh, sunscreen on me. I thought it was for white people. I'm not going to lie to you, all my white listeners, dead, dead ass. I thought that sunscreen was just used by white people. Because I knew we absorbed the sun just a little bit different. But, you know, my son and my wife has gotten sunburns before. They got sensitive skin. Their skin is different. Um, but although I, I forgot my lotion, even if I did bring my lotion, they would have had me throw it away. Because remember, it can't be over a certain size. And it was it was a large size. I did have my handheld handheld uh body lotion from dove i love that scent right i basically used that up within that four days but the cheat sheet was i basically sprayed before i went out i sprayed my whole body from literally from toe from head not not from head to toe but from like shoulders to toe with the sunscreen and it kept my skin glistening moisturizing melanin dripping set tripping right uh, they, you know, my family was laughing at me, but I, shit, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna look into it. <laughs> you think I won't be replacing lotion in the summertime with sunscreen? You crazy? I'm definitely gonna do that. Um, let's see. Like I said, the humidity was crazy. Um, you know, and and and, but it was good though. Like I literally. On one night, I had uh, a button down, wide open, chest out, belly out. You know what I'm saying? I got a dad bod. It could look a little bit out of shape athletic-wise sometimes, but for the most part, I got a dad bod. I'm working on it. I can get back to where I, I used to be or where I need to be, but I packed on a few pounds, right? It just felt good, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you didn't have to wear anything to keep you warm at all, and I had on my Hoochie Daddy shorts all weekend. When we got there, we was hungry, you know, because the food on on the airplane, like the good shit that you had to buy, the free shit, they had like these Hawaiian hot pockets. And I want to say the one on the way there, I wasn't too fond of. The one on the way back was a little bit better. I was happy I was I was able to get a free ginger ale and a whole can with it. We only got one serving, which 
one serving within five hours, eh, I'm a little salty about that. Uh, unless you wanted to buy some stuff. Shout out to the homie base. He t- he let us know, he let us know years ago when he went that the food alone is expensive. And shout out to my boy Kells, which I didn't really think about this. He was like, yeah, because the food guy has to be imported out there. I was like, ah, oh, duh, <laughs> duh. But um, yeah, no, nah, man. We as soon as we got out there, we had to, we hit that humidity, but it had a breeze. We found the nearest McDonald's, and that McDonald's got to rake in over sixteen billion dollars a weekend. You know, and I'm gonna explain why the weekend in general. But we got there. Remember, I told you we got there. About nine or something like that. So we settled in. I want to say that that let me see. Well, no, no, no. I, I take we got there. We left. We left L.A. What time did we leave L.A.? I forgot what time we left L.A. But anyway, we it, our game just rewind. You know, when we got to Hawaii. But anyway, it was we was in a situation where we was hungry. Now, in that particular area, there wasn't a lot of options. Not at all. We didn't rent a car from Toro, from, you know, uh, Enterprise. None of these car rentals. We didn't even use Uber that whole trip. But it kicked our ass, though. And I'm going to say why you may or may not need a car and why you may or may not need a timeshare or you got to upgrade, which we tried to do, but we couldn't because everything was everything was booked because we had a typical hotel room, two beds, small refrigerator, you know, et cetera. We had a dope little um is it a balcony? It's not a balcony because we was on the we was on the third floor, which is technically the the first floor with rooms under us. There was no second floor, and then the first floor is actually the ground, uh, the patio area. That's what it is. I'm tripping. We had a nice little, a, a huge patio area, but you know the down. I would say the pros and the cons of uh, obviously the pros is saving money. But you're on an island. That island in general is three hours around the whole island. And where we were at was like at the edge of the left side of the island. And it wasn't a lot going on in that particular area. Everything that we wanted to go to or we needed to go to, I should say, it was a solid walk. I would have made the walk. I've walked some walks before. But it would have put it would have took 25 to almost an hour. That would have been an hour of walking, maybe. And it may seem like a lot, but it's not a lot to me. Like a 25 minute walk. That's really nothing. 25 to 30 minute walk. That's nothing. But that is something when you're on vacation, and you got to get back and get the family fed. And the reason why I said that is because we bum rushed. McDonald's. When we found out what time, we thought McDonald's would be one of those joints that's open 24 hours. Uh-uh-uh. That mug closed at 11. Why the whole family rush over there to McDonald's? And this was the very beginning, first night, not knowing where it's at, got to use GPS, blah, blah, blah. And the store closed. McDonald's closed, but it was one of those, the security guard wasn't really an enforceful security guard. And 
my wife, you know, with my wife, the meme that I made about the customer service and my wife and you know what I'm saying? You know how the wives get down when they want to. Yeah, I, I would I would say it. it was, sometimes my wife be on her caring shit when it comes to customer service. Man, she opened that. She opened that door. Like you know how they close the door. He didn't necessarily lock it, but he closed it to where the sliding doors didn't open, indicating that they're closed. <laughs> he she wasn't having that. She opened that motherfucker and said, "I'm hungry," and it worked. <laughs> it worked. She's going to feed her family. She's going to feed her babies, and she's definitely going to feed herself. And that's what we did. Here lies the problem. Every McDonald's trip, which I think we made maybe three or four, because like I said, it wasn't too many options in that area. And maybe if we did get a, I ain't gonna say maybe if we did, if we would have got a car, then obviously it would have been a little bit different, but I don't think the money would have been any, it still would have been the same because like I said, everything is three, four, five dollars more. So add that on, just stick to your regular LA prices and add on three or four dollars, three or four or five dollars. Not only that, they got crazy ass, they had their version of donuts. Not just, I'm not talking about Hostess or Debbie's or anything like that. Yes, they have that. They have everything that we have back in the States. But they also have their cultural foods and snacks and things like that. Nigga, tell me why a dozen of their donuts was $40, $50. (laughs) A dozen. And it's not even traditional in-states donuts. You know, and I'm going to get a lot of shit that's made with dough and bread and shit like that because I know it's going to fill us up. But nah, I had to just... I had to just dodge that one. Uh, but we got our food, though. We got our food. The wifey bomb rushed. Whatever the case may be, she did her thing. Uh, the, the next, the very next day, we had to get up Hawaii time at 7, which is 10-something our time. So we was waking up early, like, all the time, like crazy. And we had to go on, like, a tour. But we didn't realize that the tour was to pitch... Um, uh, uh, what you call it a, a timeshare opportunity and we've heard of timeshares like good and bad news or whatever the case may be yeah i'm pretty sure you know some older cats that got timeshares i'm pretty sure you know some older cats that like that had some timeshares that didn't really like it or didn't really care for it but it started to make sense to me to where it's something that i would like to pass down to my kids but not only that i want to be in in in, in the suite a two bedroom suite, and we got to visit some of those two bedroom suites. And I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm sold, but I'm not sold on. We're, I think we're in like a trial era, so I think we signed up for something that was like that would probably be paid off by next year. So we're definitely going back next year. Is it the same island? I'm not sure. I forgot the details, but I think it's going to be something that we eventually get into. And it made a lot of sense, especially price price wise and things like that. So, and if we plan on traveling a lot, yeah. But it was something that we couldn't commit to because we don't normally just jump into shit like that. Me and my wife don't make financial decisions like that, even though they made every sense in the world. And shout out to Lance. Lance was a middle aged white guy who is from California, who had moved out there thirty three years ago, and he said he never returned. He said he never returned. He found his wife. He got married out here. 
And I thought that was phenomenal. And he's a diamond member. And I'm watching on the little prompt screen versus the shit that he had on the on on his desk because it was a screen on his desk, screen right next to his desk. Like what I'm saying, it was in the desk. And then he had a he had a uh, screen next to him, and then there was a big screen for us to see. And uh, on that screen, on that particular screen, it showed all the all the different countries and cities within those countries that he visited. And I was like, yo, this is just I'm, I'm trying to live my I'm trying to live his life. You know, what I'm saying like for him through those pictures. And, you know, he I, I, he asked what our other traveling destination goals were uh, at the top of the list for me is Tokyo, you know, Tokyo, Greece, Paris. Uh, it's it's a few other places, you know. Obviously, like Jamaica, my wife has been to the, to Jamaica. There's certain places that I would go to with 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 and without the kids. Jamaica being one, Tokyo, I probably take the kids with us to Tokyo. But it's just a lot. Like I said, there's a lot of places that I would go with and without the kids. Like some of the same places, and Tokyo is just that's up in the air. But I know we got to keep our tradition alive, which is family trips. And we'll be back. We'll be back in Hawaii next year for sure. And but shout out to Lance. One thing you got to understand about Lance is he's super cool, older cat. Somewhere in his like, is it? I don't know, late fifties, early sixties, or something like that, maybe. And I, I know he kind of, and it's a sales. I'm not saying what he actually does as a sales position, but it was a sales pitch. And I just tell you, know, I, I kind of, I ain't gonna say I, I, I felt bad, but he really had the bells and whistles for us. And I'm like, nah, we, we just can't do this. But he are, he had, he had a disclaimer. He was like, I know y'all probably didn't understand what completely or like what this was completely. And if it's a no, it's a no. But I know in his job, his spiel, he has to go down the checklist. And that's what he did. So after he did his pitch and we said no, then he brought over the financial advisor. We said no to him. And then there was one, <laughs> one last pitch where this lady came in and we met her and she came in and she said, well, look, if y'all don't want to, if y'all can't do this and y'all don't want to do this, we'll just try this year trial where you pay $200 a month by the time next year rolls around everything will be paid for and boom you'll get the suite and the experience and and, and things like that on a classier level and I said bet let's just do that you know and so we signed up for that so we'll definitely be there next year we spent my uh and that was just because we spent mad money on food but one the one time we didn't have to uh spend money on food was the luau and my wife was excited about that obviously bailey doesn't know anything about that but i think she enjoyed it to mo- the most and because we had signed up for that um the thing with lance the basically the tour and things like that we got priority for the luau where we got seated first we had front row seats literally front row seats and that was my proud moment that was my i'm on i'm just floating with it with joy because bailey was so blown away by the performances did she understand any of it no not really because to understand their language you just got to learn their language 
but she's just watching the dance move and the performances they perform with fire and she saw the ladies and you know they famous for shaking their hips and, and stuff like that but they she was so into it she got up and danced and things like that it was so it, it was just the the way the sun was setting you know and it was a fireworks show after that which I got to get to and you know the food was the food was solid as well the food was solid it was a buffet it was an outside buffet. We got our, our what they call a lay, which is the flowers around our neck. We could not bring it back because the Hawaiian um, airport said we, you cannot bring back fruit, vegetables, and flowers back to the States. I got to look into that, but it was a strict no-no on that. And I want to say the lay was a part of it. I'm not sure. We threw it away before we got in line. So, yeah, obviously they know that we're going to get them when we come out there as a tourist, but I'm not sure we're able to take those back. So we probably did make the right decision. Um, But the luau, the luau was dope. The luau was dope, and it was just – we saw the performance, and I can never forget that. And I was just – Taking in a history, you know, I'm a big, I'm not, I'm not huge on the history that they taught us here in the States. I'm huge on like going to see and smell and just feel the history throughout their community. You know, like when I even visited uh, Chicago and like I said, Tennessee, you could feel the, the richness of the history of those cities, you know, um, same thing with. Waikiki with Honolulu like they broke down their history you know they asked you know if were there any people here celebrating a proposal or a marriage or even an anniversary and we stood up and we danced we had our little moment my wife had our little moment uh the luau was dope the luau was definitely dope I would definitely do it again I would like to see a different one but that one was it it, it was definitely dope you know and and the, the dope thing about it is Bailey seen something that just caught her attention to where she wanted to dance. You know, she didn't get the there was a part towards the end of the luau where they were inviting people up, but you had to be, you know, brought up by one of the dancers. And Bailey, because she's so short, she didn't she stands out, but she didn't stand out as much. She she was a little timid and scared, but she really wanted to go up there. Um, and I, I was actually telling her to just go up there, even though the, the, the MC who was from Hawaii himself, um, said, you know, make sure don't come up here unless you're pulled up here. I just did. I wanted her to have that moment. I really did. If, if there was anything I'd take away where I felt like I failed at is that not helping her get on that platform, you know what I'm saying? Because she was so like into it. You know what I'm saying? But we made it. We told her just dance anyway. Go up a little bit and just dance anyway. And she did. And I think she was satisfied with that. Um, yeah, so the luau was dope. The luau was dope. Um, there, like, throughout the the resort, they had they had random stores and, and things like that. Um, but one store that stood out, and I regret not going in there, and it was $9.00. It was closed. It was only open for a small portion of the day. And it was a Marvel store. I think it's called a superhero store or something like that. And it had memorabilia toys and 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 props and uh 
I, I, I don't want to call them toys or anything like uh, action figures, maybe. Uh, they had Thanos glove in there. They had Iron Man mask in there. And they had and I have a store. There's a store out. We have a couple of stores out here in L.A. and in where I stay at and the malls. And they have these high price, you know, three, five hundred a thousand, three thousand, eight thousand dollar memorabilia Marvel things. And I never went in because uh I was gonna go in by myself and I told my wife, I said, Well, I'm gonna go in there by myself. It's nine dollars. It was nine dollars in the for an adult, and I wanna say three dollars for kids and then smaller kids get in free. But it was some shit that you wouldn't want small kids going in there because they're gonna try to grab it and play with it and stuff like that. And it's not for play, it's for Look, come and see what I got. It's cool. So that was that. I mean, look, if I if we we are going back and we just happen to go back to that island, I'm going to do everything that I didn't do. You know, my wife's main goal was to on one of the days go an hour away and go get the fresh fruit and see where the you know where the 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 bananas are are are, are grown and and there was other fruits and stuff that she wanted to see and we didn't we weren't able to do that. There was certain things that we wanted to do that we weren't able to do because of. You know, we didn't have any car. We didn't have any wheels. Um, the animals, the animals was peaceful. So there was a lagoon inside the resort. Uh, there were fish. I'm not sure what kind of fish they were, but they were inside the lagoon and they didn't bother us. As a matter of fact, I think they were annoyed <laughs> because and they were around the edge, you know, closer to the shore, um, just swimming from little guppies all the way to like. You know, I, I want to say the biggest they got were like maybe about uh, like one of those little small little footballs, those little small little Nerf ones. They was about a little bit smaller than that, and it was just a school of fish. And as soon as you ran in the water, they just got out of there. You know, my son and my daughter actually caught thirteen of the guppies, which that was their. It seemed like there was a main challenge and goal. That whole weekend was to catch the guppies. They weren't going to catch the other big ones because they were just too fast. Like fish are fast. Uh, but that was dope that knowing that I was in water swimming with fish. And then on the opposite side, on the very opposite side, that was the ocean, the Pacific Ocean. And there was a line that we couldn't go across um, for so many different reasons. At one point, they said, I want to say the last day that we were in the ocean, there was reports of turtles swimming closer to the shore and some people had seen them. Um, there was a guy that was in there that said, and, and, and keep in mind, the ocean, the shore part, the beach area that we were in, you could walk literally almost 50, maybe 60 yards and it would be somewhere around four feet. But the thing is, now I know I got to invest in those swimming shoes because you're walking on rocks and there was rocks everywhere to the point where it was painful. We sit there and watch in, in enjoyment until we had to do it. We watched people suffer trying to get into that water and go deep, because like I said, if you go 40, 50 feet out, you're still able to stand up in the water, you know, um, 
And again, you might bump into a goddamn turtle or something like that. So that was dope. You know what I mean? That was dope. But I, we did watch people struggle in that goddamn water. Uh, what else? Uh, there was a on the street uh, we passed by numerous times going to um, was well, just on that side of the street, but actually going to McDonald's. There was a steak restaurant called Kobe. I just thought that was different. We know what Kobe, we know what Kobe they was talking about. They weren't actually talking about the, the basketball player Kobe, but you know, anytime I see um, Kobe's name, it's just you know, still fascinates me. Anyhow, remember I told you about after the the uh, Luau there was a uh, fireworks. I don't know what type of fireworks they be getting, but that shit was phenomenal. And I don't do fireworks because I do. I actually don't like the Fourth of July because of the fireworks. You know the history behind it. I know I'm not supposed to really like, but at the actual action and events behind Fourth of July outside of barbecuing, I don't really like it. I don't like fireworks because. PTSD, you know, we had more than just fireworks going on in the hood, and that bothered me. But I can still enjoy fireworks if it's done properly. And they had some properly done fireworks. I'm talking about loud, explosions, bright. It was nice, man. The problem is, it started off a little. I was high. I was high as a kite. I'm ready to enjoy this with my daughter. My wife and my son went to the bathroom. While they went to the bathroom, some lady lost her kid by the name of Herman. This was my worst fear going into a vacation, period. The reason, one of the reasons why I don't want to vacation with the kids a lot is because I don't want to be responsible. I have a fear of losing my kid. I have been in a situation where I've been at the mall and the cat lost his kid in the mall and we found the kid and I saw the tears and the fear that man had and then the relief he had when we brought his kid back to him. He panicked and he was just crying. And I can't imagine losing Bailey like how these kids got lost on his resort. And so it started out as a simple and it's nighttime. Like don't, the sun has is, is pretty much almost completely set. So it's dark. Kids are still in the water because, like I said, it's still warm outside. It's like in the, in, in, in the mid 70s. So they still in the lagoon. And but you can't really see unless they are a couple of feet away from you. Then you can see their face. So it's already difficult that you can barely see. And now you lost one of your kids. They're yelling, Herman, Herman, where are you, Herman, Herman? At the, to the point where where they kept asking, I'm like, oh, this turned into an issue. Right. Because I think he had got in trouble. So the when they were calling his name, it was more of Herman, get your ass over here. You you are in trouble to Herman. Now we're concerned. We, you haven't responded. Everything is racing through my head. Wife is still in the bathroom. I text her. They lost Herman. <laughs> they basically lost a kid. Right. She sends my son back. I grab Bailey. I'm holding her close to my hip to damn near. She's almost in my body. Like, I'm holding her close. I wanted to help, but I was high, and I was scared, and I was nervous. And then enough people started to help, Where and that's when I really kind of got like, oh, my God, this is really happening. Other people started yelling his name. 
And I remember one of the tips that I seen this year where this lady was like, don't just yell your child's name, yell his name or yell his or her name, how tall they are, their complexion, describe who they look like or what they look like and what they have on. Right. That's just one of the tips. Right. And he was lost for at least 10 minutes. And that's a very long time playing hide and go seek. Very long time. But they ended up finding him and it was a relief. Boom, it seemed like it seemed like when they found him, that's when the fireworks started. Fast forward, another family lost their daughter. And this one was even more crazy because I we're actually seeing them scramble around in motion, running and stuff like that. And they found somebody yelled out, they found her, but they're running and yelling. I see the father yelling his name out, the brother is looking, the mom is just she's freaking out and is like just like that. Just and we stayed on Bailey and and and, and Case and Head because it's like before we got off the plane, I said we stick together. When if any one of us got to go to the bathroom, we all go to the bathroom. We have to stick together. Hold my hand. Bailey should never be without a hand. Seriously, because it would be just like that. She's not the type to wander off, although she had her moments on the beach where it was something about with the sand and she just and it was the rocks as well. And you can get lost in that to where you're a kid and you're playing in the sand, you're playing with rocks, and you see these different shapes and colors and, and styles of the, of the rock. And then next thing you know, you're on the opposite side of the beach. And I had to stop her like, no, Bailey, you need to stay in front of me. And that's what, I, that's what we had to deal with. At the, and I felt for those, for those parents because it's like one blink and it's over. It's over. It's kids everywhere. And this was just on a Friday night. When we talked to Lance, Lance said, our busiest days are on Saturdays. He said, watch, where you checked in at, nobody was there. And he was right. When we got there, nobody checked in when we checked in. Saturday night came? Saturday came. And there was a long-ass line from the moment we got up to Sunday. Like, I don't get it. I, I, I didn't understand it, but it's not my place to understand it. I just listened to what Lance, what Lance said. But just imagine your child gets lost on a Saturday. It was cracking on that island. Just in that area. Um, what do we see? We seen, oh, I seen a proposal on the beach. That was though. It was a lot of love. No, 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 no. Like the love was crazy. The love on that island was crazy. The fun. And I don't think anybody had an issue. Now, again, I wasn't everywhere. <laughs> you know, I wasn't everywhere. But the places that I did go to wasn't no issues, man. I really felt like, well, first of all, we're on an island that's three hours all the way around. How much crime can you get away with? <laughs> I was thinking about that. Like, how much crime can you actually get away? Why would you want to commit a crime on an island? It'd take you another, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I'm going to double check. I think the next, the nearest, the next nearest island is an hour away. If I'm not mistaken, I'll check though. I could be wrong, but I heard, I think I heard something like that. But even then you got to go through, it's too much you got to do. But just know that the vibe of the island felt, it felt good. It felt like I didn't have to worry about anything. 
I felt like I didn't have to worry about anything except for possibly losing your kid in a crowd. But like I said, and you can't put nothing past anybody in this world these days because it's dangerous. But I can honestly tell you, man, it felt it felt good. Like I, a lot of shit that's on my shoulders now being back home was all lifted and gone until I came until obviously until I came back home. But it was gone in Hawaii. And the people that worked there that we talked to, we talked to three people that was from the States. One, no, two beer from Cali, two different places in California and one being from Tennessee. And they all said the same thing. Yo, once we moved out here, we never moved back home. We never moved back home. And I can see why it's so peaceful. It's peaceful and it's simple. It's peaceful and simple. And that's where I'm going at in my life. Approaching 40 is peace and simple. Just a simple life. I told my wife, like, you know what? Yo, just buy my, buy my, buy my clothes. <laughs> buy my summer clothes off of Sheen. It's some of the cheapest clothes that you could buy. You probably can't do too much activity in it because you're going to probably rip and tear some shit. But it's very stylish and it's cheap. I could spend a hundred dollars and give me a gang of sh- hoochie daddy shorts, which I did. Oh, that's another thing. My thighs was out. My th- I told y'all my toes was cute. I told you I don't talk about my toes that often, and I do post them from time to time. But that wasn't the highlight of the weekend. The highlight of the weekend was these thighs. No, these thighs was out, and and it. No judgment, unless people, if, maybe, you know, because uh, we talk about people. Me and my wife is cold. Our tag team, when we talk about people, is cold. And I'm pretty sure I could have been the, the jokes of some people, but everybody was out there living. I'm talking about the dad bots was out lurking. They was out there, even the mommy bodies. The mommy, but the stretch marks was out there. The I have five babies belly out there. The oatmeal cream pie cookie stomachs was out and you know what it was accepted it was respected it was expected my bars tonight is crazy no it was like that though you know what i'm saying like i said i don't have i don't have a perfect body you know what i'm saying my toes is cute i keep them clean though but you know i'm out of shape i'm about 30 pounds overweight 40 if i really want to be on some ninja type shit, but 30, 40 pounds overweight, my belly was out. My chi-chis is out. You know what I'm saying? Have my chain on. Oh, I got the little black beads. My my, my um my wife bought me another set of black beads. And I cherish those, dog. Like I'ma wear that like I will, like I would wear regular jewelry. Real talk. Cause I got it from I got it from Hawaii. While you niggas out here wearing chains that you can get robbed for. I'm going to be wearing some bees that I don't think anybody going to rob me for those, but they mean something to me because they come from Hawaii. Like, how many people going to say, yo, I got me, I got my chain is from Hawaii. Not too many. My daughter can. She got two chains. <laughs> my son got, got one. My wife got one. You know, and we got some Christmas ornaments. They got a random ass Christmas store up in there, and we bought two ornaments, one by mistake, but, you know, shit happens. It was a good vibe out there, man. I was telling my boy Kels, like, you can go out there with or without uh, someone. You know, I, you know how they say, don't bring sand to the beach? No, you can bring sand to that beach and just chill. The vibes is good. Or you can just pick up some sand when you get there. Both is cool. It depends on how you're living. 
me and my wife are going to be out there. I want to make Hawaii one of those things that we go there all the time. For real, that's where I'm at. I like it. I thought I thought everything was dope. You know, the last day I was pretty sad. It was a really rough start. You know what I'm saying? Going through the airport, one of the luggage wheels. It's like the day we had to leave, which was early in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, we had to be at the at the airport and our our plane was gonna take off at seven seven something. Seven fifty five or something like that. We was gonna arrive around four thirty in LA. Four thirty PM. But we had to be up early, and it was just, I was sad. It was kind of like leaving your cousin house that you've been at for the weekend. And you just never wanted to leave. And I felt bad. I checked out the scenery. Me and Marcy had bunny heads a little bit. I don't even know why. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But we was already coming back to some already some like personal issues um at the at, you know what I'm saying like work and and then I can't I went straight to work I got my car from the homie house and went straight to work and I had already had it was just bs as soon as as soon as the flight landed it was just oh man not even as soon as the flight landed as soon as we got to the Hawaii uh uh airport it was just one of the wheels one of the wheels busted on on one of the luggage joints and and it, it was you know but i the flight again that flight was cool you know i got to watch my downloads on that one um you know we landed in la my boy Dobby came and picked us up like i said and then i left my car at his house on the street the neighbor across the street gonna say hey babe it just so happened that we get there while her ass is outside talking about yeah can you like next time can you pull up a little bit like and, and then she what she what she made a mistake on is like because i cannot kind of understand because she was like yeah because some people be leaving their car in front of our houses they be going to vegas all the time they use this street to go to vegas i said i get it you know what i'm saying i get it or whatever and I understand about people in the front of their house, but the one thing they they, don't, they never really understand is y'all niggas don't own the front of the house. Y'all don't own the, the sidewalk or the street. So people can park there whether they want to or not. You know what I'm saying? You don't dictate whether somebody can park. But I am a respectful parker. And what I did was I just hurried up and parked the car not really understanding how I parked the car. I could have pulled up to where another car could have parked behind me. And I didn't do that. So that's my bad. But come on, dog. Get out of my face. The only reason why she said something is because she doesn't really like the homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had something or whatever. So she's seen that. Obviously, she caught the connection that he was doing a favor for me. So she wanted to say something. Get out of my face, nigga. Um, came back. You know what I'm saying? And... It just it just felt like oh yeah on the flight it was a badass kid like yo man what y'all niggas be doing on these planes dog like you got niggas on there barking and then the kid like yo if there's one pet peeve that never stop irritating me is disrespectful kids and the parents that do not know how to discipline their kids oh my god and when they and when they know their kid is bad it irks my soul I don't even want to be around them. Like, your kid will stop you from me kicking it around you. Real talk. 
You know what I'm saying? And this kid, he was with his dad, and this motherfucker was bad. So shout out to Lee and shout out to Drake. We're talking about Mikey bad. You know what I'm saying? Like this nigga was no, 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 no. And he but the thing is, he was he was like trying to check his ass, like check him, check him. Now I'm not sure if he tried to he does that on a regular or if he was just doing that because he was on a plane. But yeah, this kid was just impatient and all kind of shit. And, <sighs> whatever. Shout out to Hawaii, man. It's dope that I got that under my belt. Again, I have to give all the praises. First of all, I got to give the praises to the Lord for putting us in the situation and waking us up consistently to work and earn this type of shit. You feel me? And I also got to give my praises to my wife because she actually put shit in motion to the point where this might be a regular thing every year. Every year or either every other year. You know what I mean? And I like that. I like that, man. So shout out to her. Happy anniversary. Happy 11th anniversary. I love you. I will always love you. And and gang, gang, all all that shit. Shout out to the family vacation. It was dope. I love having fun with my kids. They had a, a blast. It's an experience that they'll never forget. And this is how you build memories. This is how you build those um those books, those those photo albums, you know what I'm saying? And you write on the back of them, like, yeah, this was when we went to Hawaii. That we, you know, Bailey has been, her her traveling career has, Jesus, man. <laughs> her traveling career is crazy at, at the age of six. <clears throat> and a lot of shit she don't even remember. Who's to say that she will remember? I hope she will remember this one. But she's been a lot of places since she was born. You know, she's been back and forth to Vegas. She's been to Tennessee. She's, man, that girl has been, She's she didn't been to some places. And uh, she's been to the Bay Area, Frisco, Oakland, Sacramento, <laughs> you know, Palm Springs. Like that little girl, she traveled. My son, too. My son has been traveling to a lot of places, too. So, I'm just happy we were able to build these memories early. Uh, I am turning into that parent that I wish I, not that I wish I had, but like that part. You know what I mean? Because this is shit that I would see on TV. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm that TV dad where I'm making it happen. It's, it's stressful. It's hard. I cry. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not where I'm at when I want to be in my life to where I'm financially stable and comfortable but I'm seeing the rewards for that time being for the moment. And that's dope. That's dope. And we'll be back. You know, I encourage people like, yo, I, I'm a person that like to have fun with people, joy, experience a lot of joy with people and stuff like that. I know my vacation, my family vacation is is private, but it's not. Because it's like if we found out that she was out there, that's dope that we would know somebody that's out there with us. You know what I mean? It's just that you're not going to change what we came to do. That's all. We would love for everybody to roll with us and party and chill and have fun, bring your kids, etc. But you're not changing how we roll when we're on vacation. I just want to put that as a disclaimer. But we want y'all to come party with us. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to mom, um, uh, martinis and mom. Mom and martinis, I'm tripping. Moms and martinis. And I told her like a month ago, like, yo, I'm trying to party with. She always doing stuff. And she has that energy to where, yo, we going to Hawaii. You want to roll? And I bet you she would. You know what I'm saying? And I like that type of energy. Let's go to Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? Let's go to Greece. You know, let's go to Tokyo. Let's go to Jamaica. Yeah, that's what I'm on now. So, uh, it encouraged me to do better. It encouraged me, like, while I was on that trip, and I'm about to wrap it up. Or my new thing is, I'm about to land this plane. Um, 
it 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 just put things in perspective and made me think a little bit more like man just don't just be on top of your shit be consistent be better be more professional and try to cement yourself and 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 position to go on trips more where it does you don't have to second guess it so that's where i'm at with it so no disrespect to anybody else but I, I'm so beyond the bullshit at this point to where I won't respond or I won't dive into it. I won't indulge in it. Hell, I won't even respond if if I don't need to because now my focus is memories, working on creating dope memories. And I'm glad that Hawaii is now in that book with, with everything else. <sighs> I see y'all at the airport.